Hey, hey, everybody. We are officially nearing the end of Virgo season. This is Illy Vish, and this is another episode of Spiritual Gangsta Certified. Hope everyone is doing well. Uh, today, the sun and Mercury were conjunct, and um, I was really enjoying that energy with my Virgo dominant chart, but uh, <laughs> I have noticed this season has been difficult for a lot of people. Um, it kind of brought out some of the more nitpicky tendencies in people, um, and also just brought about this sense of kind of being a, I don't know another way to say it, to use my French, being a dick, because sometimes if you um, take that Virgo essence and really break it down, it can be assholey um, because it's really obsessed with the details. And, you know, there's been a lot of people just popping up out of nowhere, just kind of saying stuff that you're just like, what? Like, who asked you to break that down? <laughs> but um, I did like the season as we're transitioning into fall. It's really interesting to me upon knowing now as much as I do about astrology, how much it's tied to the seasons and, you know, just really being able to get in touch with how the qualities of the signs line up with the seasons. Virgo was mutable earth energy and mutable signs are the signs that occur when seasons are going to change. So the mutable signs are Virgo, Sagittarius, Pisces, and Gemini. And really, um, they share some similar qualities because of that being changeable in nature, a little bit more able to handle change than some of the other signs. But Virgo season gave us the opportunity to really look at what we wanted, separate what was necessary from what we think isn't. Um, at this point, too, we're dealing with Venus in the sign of Scorpio, which I think is a really great, intense energy. I feel like what it brings about for people is a dissection and looking under the surface, because Scorpio is very intense like that. It, it wants to go under the water, so to speak. Um, and just kind of really craving, needing, understanding your emotional needs, as far as how you relate to other people, you're looking at what you're valuing too from a scorpionic perspective. And for me, I, I kind of enjoy that intense energy. I have Scorpio falling in my second house, the, the house of values, money. Um, and it just really, I don't know, I really appreciate that energy. But I hope all of you are handling it well. What we have on this episode is a weekly forecast from Gemini Brown. I do apologize that this gets, is getting posted late, but um, between me moving, a lot of other personal things going on, I just didn't have the time that I wanted to dedicate to put everything together. But um, it's going to go over what you should have um, expected. I'm sorry, I <laughs> should have expected. He's going to go over what um, already occurred Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and today, and for the rest of the week as we gear up for this full moon that is coming on 
Monday. I'll be back to talk about that too. But in the meantime, do take a listen uh, to Gemini Brown's Not Low Kicking Knowledge, explaining the planetary energy for this week. And also following that, we've got the amazing tarot god, Aquarius Roberts, breaking down the hermit card, which is associated with Virgo. Um, I just wanted to go out of Virgo season and into Libra season with kind of an understanding of how that Virgoan energy translates over into tarot. I can't lie. I am excited for fall. The equinox is coming. Um, The sun doesn't necessarily like being in Libra. It loves being in Aries. So since Libra is Aries opposite, it doesn't really like being there. And if you think of fall, what's occurring? What's happening during this season? Well, leaves are falling away from the trees. Things are dying. It's it's like, you know, a preparation for everything just being barren. So looking at astrology, you can look at Libra season as a gateway into, you know, letting things fall away that no longer need to be there. Yes, it's a harmonious energy. Yes, it's a very social energy. But at the same time, I think it's important to really embrace the portions of it that are going to let things fall away. That's why it's called fall. (laughs) But um, the great thing, too, that I feel about Libra energy, besides the fact that I'm getting really excited about it, because that means the sun is going to be transiting my first house. I am a Libra rising. Anybody that knows me (laughs) will tell you I can't stand when things aren't even or fair. Like that is one of the first things that a lot of people pick up about me. And um, Libra energy wants balance. It wants, it rules the law with the scales, kind of. I'm thinking more Capricorn with that. But I really feel like we should all pay attention to nature so that we know what the energetic uh, weather is supporting. So at this point, we've made it through cancer season, which was the start of summer, Leo season, which maintained that heat, and Virgo season, which was the gateway into fall. So if we've done our work, If we've really paid attention to the details, at this point, we'll be comfortable with letting things fall away that no longer serve us. And I've said this in another episode before, a lot of people kind of get a little put off when they hear people say, let things go that no longer serve you, as if, you know, you're speaking from some high and mighty position. But really, self-care... time. Oops, that's my phone going off saying moon time. Um, Another thing I want people to check out and just break out for a minute, there's an app called Planetary Times. Um, The planets do rule different hours of the day. I love the app because it tells me what planet is ruling a specific time, and that kind of lets me embody that energy and do certain things at certain times. But anyway, if we've done the work during Virgo season and have been discriminating and figured things out and sorted things out, separated the proverbial wheat from the shaft, then at this point, we should be comfortable with letting things fall away that no longer serve us. Self-care is important. 
so important. It's not selfish either because self-care is about recognizing what you need in order to be your best self, to be comfortable, to um, be productive, to be able to reach goals. So hopefully you've used the energy that we were impacted by over the last 28 or so days to decide what is for you and what isn't for you and to act accordingly. Cause it's now time for all of that stuff to fall away. But um, Aquarius Roberts will be giving his lesson on the hermit card. I'm quite excited. I'm feeling really energized today with Mercury and the sun conjunct in Virgo. Uh, Mercury will soon be moving on over into Libra. So we'll discuss that too. Um, Also, just a reminder that contest is still going on um, that I mentioned in the last podcast. Let us know via email at illadelphiajones at gmail.com. What is your favorite aspect of the podcast? And we'll pick a winner. Um, The contest will end on September 30th, but we'll pick a winner and that person will receive a free reading. So... I hope everybody's had a good week. Continue to make it a great one. And if this energy has been rough for any of you, I really just want to say and have you keep in mind that I've been listening to a lot of different predictions from different astrologers about the coming, the next coming three years. And we're in a very specific time frame that we're probably not going to be alive in this lifetime, at least to experience. So there's going to be some stronger energies coming within the next couple of years. And I kind of feel like this is just a test right now. So a reminder to everybody, you know, your strength, your willpower, your resilience, those are all things that you should be proud of and count on. None of us are given more than we can handle. So with that in mind, I want everybody to kind of move forward into this future that may feel a little rocky with this astrological energy and just know you can take your steps in faith that you will be okay, that everything that is happening is for your greater good, even some of the more difficult things. And that sometimes it's those difficult things that cause growth, that actually promote and, you know, um, spawn growth. We can't stay in our comfort zones forever because when we do that, we really don't move anywhere. We're just in the same spot. So sit back, relax, enjoy. Check out um, Gemini Brown and Aquarius Roberts on Spiritual Gangster Certified. Hope all of you are having a wonderful evening. What's going on, world? It's your boy Gemini Brown here, back with another episode of Nalo Kicking Knowledge. Today, we'll be taking a look at this week's forecast, seeing what the stars have in store for us. So, let's get into it. This week is the first quarter of the cycle. Last week, intentions were set, all right? Little movements were being made towards, you know, our goals. And let's also keep in mind, this is the last leg of Virgo season. And we all know the things that we should be focusing on. So this is kind of like that last um, bit of insight into how we can really perfect our routines, clean up our habits, moderate ourselves and, and things of that nature. So 
I really feel like um, the, the Virgo themes this week are really going to be put into action. For instance, at this time in the cycle, um, there's a little bit of a crisis. Right now, with this, with this uh, moon in Sagittarius, it squares the, you know, the sun in Virgo. And what this can show us or force us is to kind of look at our goals again and think, okay, what details am I missing? Is this a little bit far-fetched? Is it a obtainable? What is the obtainable time period? So, you know, putting realistic expectations towards, you know, these goals and uh, movements we're trying to make. The next interesting thing here, which really is going to really empower our direction this week, is Mercury trying Pluto. It's a beautiful thing. So last week was Sun trying Pluto. And technically, you know, Sun is still in trying to Pluto. It's just uh, pulling away further and further every day. So this can be a very fulfilling time. We have intensity, focus, and desire on our side. It's really just a matter of taking appropriate action, Mars, towards these goals. All right? So, um, Mercury trying Pluto this week, and this really sharpens up our perceptions, especially because Mercury's in Virgo. So, we're seeing things how we need to see them. And this is going to um, play out overall no matter where mercury is in your chart so i give an example if mercury is you know in your seventh house and it is in trying to your tenth house okay you're going to be you know seeing the people that you're working with or you know who can uh, help you really obtain those goals how other people you know, can help you reach your desires, or you're going to be seeing the reality of whatever situation within those houses, okay? This could play out in many, many different ways. So, like I said, I would take the time to adjust, reflect, and refine whatever it is, you know, that is showing itself in this house and whatever it is that you, you desire, okay? This takes on extra emphasis if you're heavily ruled by Mercury, so let's say you're Virgo rising, Gemini rising, okay, or wherever Mercury's ruling in this house, uh, opportunities will be highlighted and you can focus in on how to, you know, reach that. But part of this is going to just be about speaking, um, communicating that desire, okay? So... It's a social aspect towards this. And we also see this with Mars going back into Aquarius, all right? So, you know, Mars went retro, Mars is going back forward, and, you know, uh, we've had this uh, Mars Uranus square, and it's perfected a couple of times. I think this will be the third time that it perfects. And this week especially, like I said, it is a week of movement. You definitely want to be out there. But with this aspect, you always have to be cautious. So, I've said this before. You kind of just got to watch out. It's an accident-prone energy. 
it's with Mars being aggressiveness and then Aquarius being groups of people, you know, this can speak of sudden arguments, especially with what Venus is over here doing as well. All right. So there's a tenseness in uh, relationships or interacting interactions with other people that, you know, have to be watched. But overall, like I said, just proceed with a bit of, of caution. Whenever Mars is in a harsh aspect like this, you know, impulsiveness uh, can be high. All right. But it really um, it really is a good time to get back towards, go back, review, right? Last time, you know, Mars was, was over these degrees, what themes were going on? What ideas did you have? And, you know, seek to get back to them, you know, take it a bit further, all right? So remember, movement this week, movement. We're trying to get things going, all right? Energy is on our side. It's just a matter of making the moves. So, um, then, then we got Venus. We got Venus, right? And Venus is in this little shadow, pre-shadow thing, right? Venus is squaring the North Node. And, you know, it's the North Node is in Leo. And then, it kind of goes with this theme of Jupiter in um, Scorpio. And I've said this time and time again, this energy, this transit, has really been forcing us to see our shortcomings, our psychological baggage, how we, you know, hold ourselves back, okay? Um, where we're being a little bit too excessive. So with Venus now in Scorpio and squaring the North Node, as well as sextile and Saturn. It's a reality time. There's a conflict. We can really be seeing the truth, right? About any problems we have in our relationships regarding romance versus intimacy. So it can literally be we desire romance and a connection with others. And you know, we want things a particular way in our relationships. But we may not actually be emotionally vulnerable enough or even, you know, intimately connected with the, that particular desire. So, oh, and then mind you, like I said, with the sextiles of Saturn, we'll be able to see the reality of our relationships in a certain sense. Are, is that same conflict I just, you know, discussed? How is it playing out? Is is that your partner? Is that someone, you know, you're even a friend that you're trying to get close with, right? It's just a lot of all this energy is gearing us up to really look at the type of relationships in our life. It's setting us up for this retrograde, right? So there are going to be little hints at this time. So check in with yourself. And I really feel like... Um, this is a time of, of, of having to really feel, see how you feel. And then it goes back to like Mercury trying Pluto. We got to communicate, you know, how we're feeling, what we actually desire, wherever it be in our chart. What is that desire? How am I stopping myself from getting that desire? 
Am I applying enough love? Okay? Um, vulnerability. That's really what I feel this week. But there's also, you know, this also speaks of responsibility, okay? Um, in terms of like business and, you know, um, Venus being like uh, creativity, how we spend and things like that. This can definitely be a time to, you know, invest in uh, uh, a particular thing, okay? Whether it be, you know, something that, that helps you self-care for yourself, um, whether it be towards your business or, you know, doing something for another, maybe financially being there for them. So, so this is just a, a, a lot of themes, but overall, we just have to move this week, all right? We got to make the correct strides um, towards these goals. The moon will be in Capricorn, okay? The moon will be in Aquarius, and all of that is going to be conjuncting with energy, which is going to give us, you know, uh, further further motivation to getting things done. But like I said, be wary for when um, moon links up with uh, Mars because that can add to the aggression, all right, and the impulsiveness. And, you know, we just really got to watch out for anything that can happen this week, all right? So this is my interpretation of this week's forecast. I hope you guys enjoyed uh, if you haven't subscribed to my channel, feel free to do so. If you need to read it, highlight me. So next time, peace. Oh, <laughs> sorry, I was in my uh, hermit mode, and um, I guess the, just the feeling of it all was like, whoo. But um, today we will be discussing the hermit. This card right here is a bad card. And, and not in a bad way, but like, you know, um, it, it, it's just a card that a lot of us need to pay attention to. This is actually what I promote on my inspiration videos because this is very important and vital to our growth in life. And so as you see the hermit, he stands looking to the ground, looking to the ground, looking for answers, looking for the light as he holds his light in his hand. He's looking for the light. Where is he looking for the light though? Is he looking for the light somewhere else? Or is he looking for the light within himself? He looks so reflective, doesn't he? And he has the staff in his hand, so he's going somewhere, he's on a journey. He's on a journey and he's standing on mountains. And if you remember in, the, in, in my older videos, go check them out, they're awesome. Um, I explain the mountains stand for some type of conflict. Whether how big they are, that's how big the conflict is. So these, this conflict can be overcome easily. 
And it's also snow. So this is some cold conflict. This is somebody being cold. Somebody not being cool. And so the person getting the reading or doing the reading has to reflect on themselves in this conflict to find the better answer. See, sometimes we want to just react. Sometimes we just want to go and say, forget thinking about it. I'm just going to do it. No, not here. Mm -mm. Here causes for composure, understanding, effort. Effort and self-awareness and self-control. See, the fool on this journey right here, the fool understands from, from the last card, um, from strength, should I say, he realized that strength comes from within. And so the fool wanted to figure out where does this strength come from? And how do I get more of it? Where are these answers? I had no idea I was more than my ego. And so he finally got through the battle with the lion and the people trying to overcome him. And it was almost like he was like, I'm going to start back at one. Because the universe is trying to talk to me. But the universe is inside myself. As above, so below. And we'll get into that later. But he says, everything without is within. And so I can search within myself to find these beautiful answers that the universe has already stored inside of me. I don't need it from nobody else. You are your most powerful weapon in life. You are your most powerful enemy in life. And so the hermit here tells you, seek with inside yourself the answers and you shall find them and you shall be able to overcome any conflict that comes in your way. Oh, I love the hermit card. For my introverts out there who don't like to get out in public, here you go. So this card is ruled by Virgo. This is very Virgo, Virgo card. So the hermit, if you think about Virgo, the sign of Virgo, Virgos are very analytical. So he's analyzing his self. They're analyzing everything around them and herself. So it says somebody might be very analytical to you, might be giving you conflict, might be talking about you a lot, might be saying things to down you a lot. But you got to search for the light within you to realize who you really are so that you don't be bothered by what they are doing. They can only bother you when you don't know yourself. That's when somebody can have and take advantage of you. 
when you don't know yourself, when you don't know what you're capable of. And so he wears the robe. He covers himself with the robe and the robe is in gray. It says that he's in confusion. He's in confusion. And he needs answers now. He's tired of being robed because he's not showing himself. He's not, there's not a lot of skin showing on him. He's older, so he's very wise. So this says this person's very smart too. Very educated. Knows about life. Has been there, done that, and tried it again. When you think about Virgo, you also think about anxiety. So this card is definitely a card of anxiety because you're anxious about what you're going to do. And so you're looking everywhere for answers and you're like, oh my goodness, where am I going to go? What am I going to do? And the hermit says, sit down. Sit down and reflect. Contemplate. Contemplate. The answers are within you. So when you're confused and you feel like, what do I do next? Sit down and reflect. Just reflect on where you are who you are, and what you're trying to do in life. And who this person means to you or what this person is saying to you, does it have any value to who you really are? See, a lot of people will tell you who you are as an individual. It's up to you to know who you are so you can say, yeah, that is me. No, that's not me. You have an option to deny or accept what people say. You don't always have to okay it. It's not up to you. It's not up to them. It's not up to anybody else around you. It's up to you. And so the hermit tells you, you will get your answers, but you have to take some solitude out. So when this card comes up in a reading, it's time for solitude. It's time to think. It's time to get by yourself. It's time to cancel out all the noise that we have in everyday life. For self. It's time to take it for self. And so this card is, um, as I said about Virgo, this card is about work also. So it says working on yourself, working on improvement. You're trying to improve yourself. You're trying to improve on something. So if it comes up in a reading also, you want to look at that aspect of trying to improve yourself to be better for yourself, and for the people around you. You can overcome anything you want to if you believe in yourself. It's a factual saying. So this card is ruled by the number nine. Number nine is the number of spirit. So when when, when the nine came up in this, spirit speaks within you. Spirit speaks without. Spirit speaks on all things. Spirit understands all. And so that is why he is able to go within himself and reflect and find answers because we all have a spirit. We all have spirit inside of us. He understands the world around him. That's number nine. Nines are very universal people. They love everybody. They understand everybody, but they don't let everybody know when they're struggling. 
They keep it to themselves. They reflect within themselves when something's going wrong. So they keep up with their selves. And so the hermit tells you, actually step into yourself for once. This is a time where it's okay to be selfish, self-centered. You, it's not always a bad thing when you're selfish because sometimes you need to be selfish to yourself or not to yourself, but selfish to other people and, 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 and worry more about yourself so you can find out the answers that you need to be more effective around other people. So that's the hermit for you. He tells you, Look within yourself. The answers are right in you. But it also says success will come. As soon as you find this time to reflect and think by yourself, you will come up with an answer and you will be successful. So that concludes the Hermit card. I hope you guys enjoyed and there will be plenty more. Blessings to all of you. Please like and subscribe. Blessings, blessings, blessings. Divinity Unleashed.